Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Joined here now by Michael O'Shea, chairman of Redmond's. Obviously, Michael, the decision you've taken in the last few days, taken with a heavy heart. Oh, it's taken with a, a deep, very deep heart from Bob because I'm 60 years of Redmond's, 1958 I joined him. I, I, I played underage where we had to go uh, walk down the buggy road to go training. We had no pitches and uh, we were managed by uh, Tiggy training. And when we go play matches up in the Glen or up in Vincent's or Pier 6, we'd have to go into Patrick Street and get about 25 fellas getting the bus up to the north side. And uh, then the Redmonds bought their own pitch and we kind of developed from there. We put out two Holland teams, two junior Holland teams and two junior football teams, and things went very well until such time that the parish kind of died on the houses, families disappeared from the parish. It's fair to say, Mick, that you have been struggling for a long number of years on and off the field. Oh, we've been struggling for the last 10 years from there. The last 10 years, we, we have a bar above there that, that uh, I don't think you get cheaper drink anywhere else in the city, and there, there's no one going in there. There's no one in there. That's a close to that problem, but obviously the, the, the main difficulty with, this, with the parish, and we're, we're not far from where now we're speaking, it is a very, very old parish. It's, it's, uh, South Parish is a very old parish. There I went to walk around the South Parish and pick up 20 kids for me. You'd have a job to find them because the parish is gone. You walk to South Terrace, the South Terrace is all offices now. You go up George's Quay, there's no one there. You go down to Jewtown, they're all in their 60s and 70s. Well, Redmond's are first down in uh, Copley Street. They had a, a hall down Copley Street. Then we went to Carpenter's Hall in, uh, in, in Father Matthew Street. And then uh, a man named Corbett donated a cottage to us up in Tower Street. And all the members of the club got together and uh, fixed all that up and put in bills, snooker tables. And we, they went away for a loan from the bank and went around to the parishes to, to collect a shilling a week from each each household and we they had no problem, people had no problem giving them the money, and that's how Redmond's was built. I remember many, many years ago, as people might know, I'm originally from Bellefian, I played with Bellefian, there was three pitches on the Tremor Road, uh, Redmond's had the first one, Nemo had the second one, and Bellefian had the third one, and we all survived, but would it be fair to say, Mick, that when those pitches went, and you had to relocate to Lehenamore, that created problems for you? Well, with that pitch out in, out in, out in Tremor Road from Bar. Redmond's went on to win a minor championship in the city for the first time in its history in 1966. And that, that pitch, we trained there and we played loads of matches there. There was a little stream running down the side and we was wash ourselves there 
and people have showers now and they have this and they have that. They're going they don't to, use them? They're going into matches with two or three ba- gear bags full of stuff. I had a pair of boots and a, and a nicks like yourself in a plastic bag going in and we might have to b- borrow a pair of stockings to, get, to play the match and we got on just as great. They're going out now warming up 20 minutes before the match and they're coming off and they're sweating. If I went out and you went out to Ballinock and we, and we went out warming up, we wouldn't be playing no match because we wouldn't be able to come back in. But on our jerseys. Yeah, but the point being, though, Mick, and I, I accept what you're saying, but Lanamore took you away from your catchment area. Well, Lanamore was four four miles away, like, and it was impossible to get young fellas up there because people wouldn't... People were walking, and, you know, you'd have to get up there at 6 or 7 o'clock, and people were walking. And we went into um, their park outside one time to, to get the use of the pitch out there as being a neighbour because we left them play matches up in, up in Lane Moore, school matches, and they refused to let us in. And that would have been ideal because Deer Park and Redmond's, should, it's the one, one you're next to one another. Ideal. It would have been ideal for the young fellas from Bar. And I'd say if the, we were left in, we had 14 or 15 young fellas underage that time. And we were, we had to buy a van and take them up to Lena Moore because I remember quite well the school wouldn't let us in. No, did this did the had a special general meeting to take this uh, to take this decision, Mick? I presume that was a fairly emotional meeting. Well, it was emotional because, I mean, the, we had seven or eight genuine players, and there were some of these people last night had tears and young fellas, twenty two, twenty four years of age, because they they, they couldn't play football with Redmonds. There was one man there, Francis Holland, which ran the team for the last five years. In the semi-final of the championship, he went down because we had no subs at 61 years of age and he dislocated his shoulder and he's going around in agony today at 61 years of age. Like, we couldn't, put, we couldn't get a sub anywhere. And a lot of your players, we were telling before we started this, they play soccer, which a lot of lads do anyway, and that was also made things difficult for you when the soccer season started up. Not, not, not all your problem, but an issue. Oh, the big issue from about the, the whole 22 players were soccer players. And... Uh, no, I'd say this much for them, and I'd say I'd, I'd stand by it. If they had a full team for every match they went out, there's not a C team in, in, in Ireland would have beat them because they were excellent players. But they couldn't keep their mouth shut. They're abusing the referee, and you can't do that. Like, And they didn't, what's the, what the problem was, they didn't know the rules of the game. Now, the other issue you have, Mike, you have a premises in Tower Street, you have a fine field above in Lehenamore. I know other ladies' football and others have been using it, and the county board are aware of this. Now, you have to deal with all this as you find, sadly wind up your club. Oh, we'll have to deal with the, with the, uh, with the club and the pitch. But uh, my estimation of, of looking at it is that the county board can't sell either, that they'll have to just let them out. And if, if a Redmond's ever come back into existence again, that they'll, they'll be giving back their pitches. Because I, uh, open, the opening of that pitch, I remember up there, down on my, my two knees, like, like all the rest of us, brothers and cousins and, 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 and fellas in Redmond's, picking stones off the pitch. I don't think the county board will be in, in, the, in the business of selling prop fields anyway. And have, he, have there been any assistance from the board or can they do anything? Well, Finbar, we met with the county board two years ago and they, they, they kind of uh, said to us, we can't give you no money. We didn't ask for money. 
we asked for assistance and, and, and help in a kind of way. Like they done on Vincent's a few years ago when they sent up Barman when Vincent's were in trouble. Do you remember that? I, I can't say I do. And they sent up and the Vincent's, look at Vincent's today. And they're, they're booming today and they have more power to them. But we're a small club and we mean nothing to the GN Cock. I tell you that straight, we're nothing to the GN Cock. We don't exist. They have no time for us. We were 125 years last year old, and we we had no we have no money. I, like I said, that I were in trouble with money, and we didn't do nothing about. We had no get-togethers or anything because we couldn't do nothing. We had no funds to to fund it. And it's amazing, Mick, when you think of Redmonds, and I played against Redmonds, and in, there was a period in the in the 60s and 70s when Redmonds were the strongest, or one of the strongest junior clubs in the city, and had some great players. Oh, they had excellent players from Bar. They had, they had the O'Brien brothers, they had uh, Pat Harrington, who was now with Douglas, and they had Liam Murphy, Eric Murphy, John Sull, John O'Brien, they played in goal with the Bars, and uh, in, in the 60s, they had Charlie McCarthy, and they had uh, Timmy Murphy, that played in 1964 with Cock, and Charlie played with, with uh, Cock Miners as well. So Mick, the future looks pretty bleak. On the 29th, for a club that won five All-Ireland representing Cork and Hurling, on the 29th of this month, which is on Sunday week, Redmonds will no longer cease to exist unless something major happens. And you can't see that? Well, the only thing now that I'll be praying mad now tonight, Finbar, that, 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 that the European ladder is 130 million and that I'll win the ladder and I can hold my head high because I'll knock the club above and build another one and I'll put dressing rooms as big as anything up in the, up in the pitch above and Redmond's a refrain. But honestly, I know we'd all love that ambition, but realistically, Mick, the future looks as if there's no future. No, there's no future for Redmond's no more. No, not in this day and age, no. And maybe in years to come after me. I mean, like I said to you, I, the, there's four people running it, and if you added up the years and then four people, they're 280 years of age. You're two eighty-year-olds, a seventy-year-old, and a forty-year-old. So where do you go? You have no secretary. You have no tra- You have no no PRO. You have no anything. Only four people trying to run everything up there. Sad day. Sad day. Very sad day, Finbar. And like I said to you a while ago, I'm sixty years up there. Nineteen fifty-eight. I started the plane when we had to go down the buggy road to go to go training and. Where the years went, I don't know. I had happy years up there, very happy years there. I had uh, three sessions of chairman up there when Mickey Mack died two, three years ago. I was never elected chairman of Redmond's the third time because I just, I'm just a stand-in because no one wanted it. And they asked me would I do it, and I said I would because they couldn't have an AGM because there was no one going to them. Very, very sad. And uh, Mick... I'm sure a lot, of, a generation of car people remember Redmonds for their contribution, and hopefully we'll see the green way back again. Well, we were known as the Sporting Reds, and uh, I like to keep it that way. And uh, we have memories from that. That's how we can live in our memories. And uh, we remember the days when Cock and Black Rock played down in down in the Passage, and we all went down by they all went down by train before my time, and there were thousands down there. I had a great match and they were all drinking together I believe in the, in the book I read and they, they were the days and that's that's what the G is all about meeting friends and going out and 
standing alongside of a fellow and playing against him, shaking hands and coming off and making a friend with him. That's what, my opinion, that's what the G is about in all my life. 